On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. On with us again, friend of the show, Mr. Vic, uh, one of the co-bros of Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Vic, thanks for coming on, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back. Absolutely, man. And uh, for, So the point of this episode will basically be looking at uh, the Indianapolis Colts in kind of a fantasy perspective. So if you have any of these guys on your roster, we're going to kind of talk about that. But Vic, before we do, man, I, I want to get your thoughts on the game last week. Obviously, it was not what any of us wanted from the Colts or expected from the Colts to come out that flat and, and lose to a Jacksonville team that we thought a lot of people thought were tanking. Uh, what was your overall thoughts, man, on that game? Yeah, well, I definitely want to start with the Marlon Mack injury going down, you know, for the yeah. season, it looks like. Um, that was totally unexpected and, and unfortunate. Um, definitely, you know, wish him a speedy recovery. But um, once he went down, it seems like we just got away from the game plan. I mean, we all know the model is running down ball, but when Philip Rivers is throwing, you know, when he has 46 pass attempts, that's that's not sticking to the motto. So, um, you know, basically, I think once Mac got, you know, went down, uh, we we kind of just got pass happy. Um, I would have liked to have seen us stick with the run. Um, we did get some, you know, nice runs with Naeem Himes and Jonathan Taylor, but overall, you know, 46 passes that's that's too many attempts. Yeah, for sure. And and I guess I'm curious, like from a fantasy perspective, how much does that change? Like, do you think the Colts will pass the ball more now and could potentially impact like even Phillip Rivers? We can start with him, kind of his numbers and his fantasy outlook a little bit. Yeah, well, really, I think we just need to stick to, you know, what we do best, which is running behind that O-line, you know, with Big Q and Ryan Kelly and, and all those guys and Constanzo. Um, you know, we drafted Jonathan Taylor, you know, to be the future and the future is now. So let's just trust the talent and 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 just stick to the run. And also Naeem Himes, you know, he's shown he can run as well. So he can mm -hmm. sneak in there and get you some inside zone runs. And also he catches out of the backfield and Taylor can catch you out of the backfield. So he's definitely starting to answer some questions there in, in the pro game. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's look at this this Vikings defense. Wasn't a great game for them against the Packers. They surrendered 43 points. Aaron Rodgers had an incredible day, 364 yards and four touchdowns. So looking at that from a fantasy perspective, say somebody has Phillip Rivers on their roster, uh, this certainly seems like at least on paper based off of last week, a pretty uh, favorable matchup for Rivers. Where do you kind of rank him uh, for going into this week? Yeah, I actually rank Phil as a low-end QB, too. So finishing, you know, definitely top 24, but most, more so around, you know, 18, 19, or 20. So that that back end. So like you said, uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers was able to pull up, put up 364 yards in that Vikings defense. Um, of course, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's he's certainly elite, but we definitely respect Phillip Rivers, and he's a veteran. So um, I'm, I'm expecting them to come in and, and basically just, you know, try to control the possession and, and try to control the football and both teams are. So when you got two teams coming in on one, they both want to hold on to that football. So, 
Yeah, for sure. And then let's look at these running backs. Obviously, you talked about Marlon Mack injury out for the year. So that completely shifts everything from a fantasy perspective for the Colts running backs. The Colts came out earlier uh, on in the week and said Jonathan Taylor is their starter moving forward. Now, where would you place now that he presumably won't be, you know, obviously won't be splitting time with Marlon Mack and maybe we'll get a little bit more of the carries as initially uh, projected early on. Uh, where do you think, where do you sit on Jonathan Taylor? Didn't have a Terrific day last week, but uh, we'll get more opportunities now and definitely has a week now to prepare for it. So where do you stand on him? Yeah, if you're running in a league where you can start two running backs, you know, of course, your first slot, if you got Alvin Kamara and, you know, maybe a guy like um, Zeke, you know, of course, put those guys in your RB1 slot. But for your RB2s, I'm definitely comfortable and confident in Jonathan Taylor this week. Um, So he's the starter. Um, He's going to get a bulk of those carries. I'm confident in that. Um, he actually finished as the RB14 last week in PPR. So um, for him to have to share the backfield with Naeem Himes, uh, you know, without getting the actual official start, I'm definitely, you know, expecting Taylor to finish as an RB2. Yeah and, he, yeah, and he actually had some catches out of the backfield, which I think it wasn't like super surprising considering what we heard in camp with the Colts utilizing their running backs in that way. But uh, Jonathan Taylor never really was used in that way at Wisconsin. So, I mean, that you got to think that really helps his fantasy stock, especially you mentioned the PPR leagues for sure. But you mentioned Naheem Hines. Um, had a great game from a fantasy perspective last week. Had two touchdowns. Also was, you know, we, we think of him primarily as a receiving back. Well, he had a decent amount of carries as well. Where do you stand on Naheem Hines? Yeah, so I actually – I'm comfortable playing him in the flex this week. Um, so I wouldn't get, you know – too excited and start measure RB one or two, but he definitely needs to be in your lineups this week. So of course he finishes the RB four um, with having a touchdown on the ground and in the air. Um, I expect Naeem Himes to see, you know, those eight to 10 carries like he usually does and also get at least five, five to eight targets out of the backfield. For sure. And then Jordan Wilkins, let's talk about him. He, he really was irrelevant last week. He was a number four running back going into that game. Well, Frank Reckett said Jordan Wilkins will be getting more carries. He'll get a little bit more um, into the Colts game plan in, in terms of running the football. Um, I assume he doesn't really have a ton of fantasy value, but I mean, we saw last year when Marlon Mack went down, um, you know, he suddenly became a lot more important uh, for the Colts running backs. So uh, where do you stand on him? Yeah, this is a, you know, at least for this week, I wouldn't start him. Um, we just need to see how this backfield shakes out this week, you know, mm-hmm. given they have to redefine with the Marlon Mack injury going down. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Wilkins actually scores a touchdown this week. But it, it, in terms of fantasy, it, it's a little bit too risky to plug him in your flex spot. So I, I would sit him um, for this week and let's just see how things play out over the next couple of weeks. Right, for sure. Um Okay, let's move over to the wide receivers, and we'll start with T.Y. Hilton. Last week, he had four catches for 53 yards, no touchdowns. Wasn't a terrific day for him in terms of a fantasy perspective, but uh, like I mentioned you know, earlier, Devontae Adams um, in this Packer, Packers pass, passing offense really had a heyday last week against him, uh, against this Vikings defense. So uh, what is your projections for T.Y. Hilton this week? Yeah, so you should definitely start him. He needs to be in your lineup. Again, a, a wide receiver, too. Um, I know I'm hanging around this number two a lot, but, you know, again, we're a run-heavy offense, so um, we're going to focus on running the ball and play that time possession game. So we're going to keep the ball away from the Vikings. Of course, we already know the Vikings, they got Dalvin Cook and Madison. They're going to want to keep the ball away from us as well. So, um, but I, 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 you know, for me, I definitely expect T.Y. to hit pay dirt. So he's going to be in the end zone this week. You know, I'm, I'm expecting you know, at least 15 to 20 points around that range, but definitely plug him in your wide receiver, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully he has a bounce back game, like I said. Um, let's move to another guy, Paris Campbell. How about Paris Campbell? He had a pretty good day 
Um, all things considered, last week, six catches, 71 yards, uh, and he looks like he's going to continue to trend up. Um, this was really a guy that we thought um, throughout this entire offseason, if he can stay healthy, he's lightning in a bottle. Like He can go out there and he can make plays. It seems like Phillip Rivers really loves to find him on those uh, crossing patterns a lot of times we saw last week. Um, where do you stand on Paris Campbell? Yeah, right now he's a flex play for sure. Uh, so definitely throw him in your flex. Um, he has wide receiver two upside, but I'm expecting, you know, at least at his floor, a, a, a wide receiver three finish, which is a top 36 wide receiver this week. But like you said, he got the nine targets. So that's that's promising. Mm-hmm. And also he even had a carry uh, last week for nine yards. So um, I definitely, yeah. you know, expect the coach to keep him involved. And uh, he, he's the uh, mismatch man on offense. So He's, he's pretty dynamic. For sure. And then the other two receivers, uh, Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman, only had two catches apiece. They weren't, weren't really heavily involved in the Colts' game plan last week in passing the football. you got to think that's going to continue to go up with Phillip Rivers getting more comfortable with these receivers. I mean, he had like almost almost half of his uh, passes caught were by running backs last week. So where do you stand on these two receivers? Yeah, so in terms of fantasy, you know, these are guys that you shouldn't have in your roster, uh, you know, at least your lineup this week. And again, uh, NFL production doesn't always transfer over to fantasy. Um, so like you said, you know, these guys have promising, uh, you know, at least as the season go, goes on, they'll continue to get more involved. But um, for right now, I would say let's just be a little bit more patient um, and, and let's, let's, you know, finish these guys at, at the moment as it relates to fantasy. For sure. Well, let's move over to the tight ends now. Jack Doyle hasn't practiced the last couple days, um, but you know, last week he had three catches of 49 yards. He's always just been that super reliable guy. He never would take the top off of a defense, but he's always reliable. He always comes up with a couple cu- uh, clutch catches per game. Um, so if Jack Doyle, say he does stay healthy, where do you stand on him this week? Yeah, um, he's definitely – well, he would be a streaming option um, at that point. But given the, you know, injury concerns this week, um, you know, I, I would definitely hold out on that. And, of course, I know we got Mo Ali cox He's next man up. Um, as far as the tight ends, I'm actually sitting coach tight ends this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm expecting us to run the ball a lot, so we need to hold these tight ends on the line. That way they can assist with the run blocking scheme. So. Absolutely. And say he does not play. Say Jack Doyle does not play this week. What does that look like for a guy like Mo Alley-Cox, potentially? Yeah, that's a guy I'm not willing to take the risk on in terms of fantasy as far as uh, starting him this week. Um, but if you you know are in some deeper leagues where you know you basically need a streaming option, if, if guys are already – uh, getting hurt and out at your, you know, as far as your tight end depth, you know, definitely play them. But, but from what, but from my, from my, excuse me, from my standpoint, I'm actually sitting all the coach tight ends this week. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Um, let's talk about this Colts defense before we wrap this thing up here. Colts defense did not have a great game to say the least last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gardner Minshew, uh, 19 of 20. 173 yards, three touchdowns. James Robinson, you know, he had a really good first half. The Colts kind of shored up the running game a little bit in the second half. Uh, You know, so this defense really struggled here in week one. A little bit of a surprise considering all the hype around them. Uh, But now now they're facing, you know, another good quarterback, uh, at least from a fantasy perspective, and and Kirk Cousins, a really good wide receiver, and Adam Thielen, uh, Kyle Rudolph, a good tight end. Dalvin Cook, a good running back. There's a lot of weapons on this Vikings offense. Um, where are you standing on the Colts' defense this week? Yeah, I'm definitely starting them. Um, so if you have the Colts' defense, you know, as a defense, defense and special teams, um, definitely start them. Um, I like the matchup. Um, 
So we actually, uh, I believe we held, you know, Jaguars like under 100 yards rushing last week. So that's promising. Yeah, yeah. And then even with the secondary, uh, Minshew didn't throw for over 200 yards. So we kept them around, I believe, 173 yards. So, yeah, this this is a week where, um, you know, we're, we're going to basically be, be tough up front and we're going to make Adam Thielen beat us. But hopefully we come up with a game plan where we're double teaming him and you make guys like B.C. Johnson and the, and the rookie Justin Jefferson beat us. And of course, you got Kyle Rudolph, you can't forget about and Irv Smith. Yeah, for sure. And Derek even said this um, kind of in our preview. He feels like Kirk Cousins is a lot more of an aggressive quarterback than a Gardner Minshew, where he's going to throw the ball more into double coverage. He's going to try to make more of those risky plays, and that could potentially lead to more turnovers. I mean, the Colts had no turnovers for us last week. Uh, do you kind of agree with that? Do you think this is potentially something where the Colts could get a few more turnovers this week? Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely like our pass rush um, compared to, you know, um, the Packers, you know, from last week. So, um, so at least with our front seven, of course, with the linebackers, you know, they're definitely going to put our secondary in some favorable um, positions. Absolutely. Well, this is not really a fantasy question, but I want to get your uh, game prediction score for this game. All right. I'm going to go 24, 17 Colts, man. So it's it's the home opener. You know, I, I just can't see us losing two in a row. And and also with that Vikings secondary, you know, they're, they're young. So I'm expecting our, you know, veteran between Phillip Rivers and T.Y., you know, to, you know, basically have those guys shaking their heads, you know, throughout throughout the game. So between that, Paris Campbell, and we also got some other pass catchers around him, uh, you know, with a nice supporting cast. I like 24-17. And both these guys are going to try to control the ball. So, like I said, it's going to be a run-heavy game, but we're going to edge out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Vic. I appreciate you coming on, man, giving us a little bit of a fantasy perspective. We'll try to do this about every week, you know, just talking about the Colts from a fantasy perspective, because I think it's very relevant. And, you know, if, if you're a, if you're really like a homer and you draft a bunch of Colts players, you're going to want to know some of this information. So I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. And I do want to clarify um, with the Philip Rivers, you know, if you're in a one QB league, he should be on your bench this week, but two quarterback league, definitely I'm comfortable playing Philip Rivers as my second quarterback. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And you take care.